Welcome to Retire's Great. I'm Debbie, and I'm with my husband, Shannon. We're here to help you achieve a purpose-filled retirement. Our topic is the eight greatest retirement fears and how to overcome them. There are so many uncertainties in life, and no one knows what the future might bring. You got that right. There are no guarantees, and there's tons of stuff that can go sideways. Murphy's Law, you know. While it makes sense to be aware, fretting and worrying about what might, or might not happen, isn't really healthy for you either. You know it. The truth is, lots of folks stress about what might happen, even though those things may never come to pass. So, the eight fears come from the 2019 Transamerica Centre study. That was a 132-page document. 132 pages? That doesn't sound like a fun read at all. Oh, I can assure you. It's not light bedtime reading, but it was very thorough and captured the most pressing concerns of over 5,000 Americans. What I found most interesting was how prevalent and universal some of these fears were. So, what did they say was the absolute greatest retirement fear? Without a doubt, fear about living your savings is number one. Especially when you consider the average American has only saved $152,000 for their retirement. In fact, 51% of retirees are concerned they're going to outlive their savings. And even more surprising, that includes people who have set aside a decent amount of money. There's just so many uncertainties that people fret over. For instance, ever noticed how healthcare costs keep going up? Over the past 30 years or so, they've been increasing between 4 and 5% year over year. Yeah. I read the average American couple can expect to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on their health during their retirement. The reality is, often our health declines as we get older. And when you can least afford it, is usually when those medical expenses start piling up. Plus, we're living longer than ever before. Back in the 50s, the average life expectancy was 65.6 years. Now, it's over 78. Another biggie is inflation, which averages around 2%. Especially when you're on a fixed income, it can get hard to keep up. And with the tax man, who knows how much that'll increase in the future. Finally, all your investments. With all-time rock-bottom interest rates, returns suck. And we could go into a bear market where your stocks erode in value. Or what if we had a major crash? There's no doubt that's a lot of things to be concerned about. Sometimes the fear of outliving your savings keeps some people working longer than they should when this is a time to enjoy life and being retired. For peace of mind, I always say to create a financial plan. Then you at least have some sort of realistic handle on the numbers. My motto, plan for the worst and hope for the best, which brings us to the Social Security program, which I don't think anyone has a handle on. That's so true. In fact, the second greatest fear is that Social Security will be reduced or even cease to exist. They found about 65% of respondents either strongly or somewhat agree the program won't be there when they retire. The worst part is, sadly, as many as 40% of retirees will be completely dependent upon it. That's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you've paid into it all your life. Knowing the plan is underfunded and in jeopardy is disturbing. Even the administrators acknowledge, as early as 2029, 
Trust funds could be exhausted if changes aren't made. Whether benefits are reduced or the program ceases to exist, well, that's still open for debate. While the root issue is we have an aging population, all of us baby boomers were coming into the age where we can retire. Over the past century, life expectancy has steadily increased while birth rates have fallen. Because of this, for the past decade, benefits have exceeded contributions, and slightly more than 21% of the population either is or will be eligible collected in the near future. Wow, Social Security really is a complete wild card. I guess the best way to alleviate this fear is to make sure you saved enough to take care of number one, and that's you and your family. So what's the third fear? The third fear is of long-term care. This is another biggie. Almost half of all people are fearful it'll bring about financial ruin. And it's estimated 7 out of 10 Americans will require long-term care at some point in their lives. And we all know how insane medical expenses can get. Assisted living can cost over $4,000 a month. If you need to go into a nursing home, well, you can probably double that. Hold on a minute. That's nuts. So it could cost you $100,000 a year in a nursing home? What happens if you can't afford it? Well, first any assets you have will be used to cover the costs. That means your spouse might be left with nothing at all when all's said and done. And secondly, in some states, the children could be held accountable for costs. Some states have even made it a criminal offense for them not to help out their parents. And once you're destitute, only then do you become eligible for Medicaid. What a way to go out. I guess the only real way to prepare is investing in a long-term care insurance, which can be really, really expensive. Can we move on to something cheerier, please? Sure. Well, one positive thing are the recent changes to the Affordable Health Care Act. Access to reasonable health care insurance is the fourth retirement fear. In fact, 36% of the respondents worry about this one. Yeah, healthcare costs have been shooting up for decades. This gets reflected in that the U.S. spends more per capita than any other country in the world. While Medicare helps once you turn 65, the costs just don't up and disappear. Oh no! You'll still need to consider supplemental coverage for things like drug plans, vision care, your hearing, and numerous other services. And don't forget, There'll still be all those copays and any non-covered costs. According to a study by Fidelity, the average retired couple can expect to spend about $295,000 just on these health-related expenses, and that doesn't even include long-term care. As I mentioned, recent changes can help bring costs down. It's worth checking around into the various plans and finding the best one for you. Another way to plan for the future is a health savings account. It provides tax-free means to cover your future costs. Fifth on the list is identified by 36% of the people was cognitive decline. We keep hearing more and more about dementia and Alzheimer's disease. And more often than not, you know it leads to long-term care, a double whammy. Part of the reason is it's age-related. By the time we're 60, it's estimated 5 to 8% of adults will experience some sort of mental decline. And every additional 5 years, that percentage doubles. 
By the age of 80, around half of us will have some form of dementia. Those are some not-so-fun facts. Risk factors include cardiovascular problems, such as high blood pressure, obesity, high cholesterol levels, and or type 2 diabetes, a traumatic brain injury such as a car accident or other incidents resulting in a severe concussion or worse, long-term use of alcohol, drugs, and or smoking, your family medical history, lifestyle choices including poor diet, lack of exercise, and or minimal social interaction, and lastly, depression. And did you know females are more susceptible? Some of those factors you have no control over. Others, well, they can be minimized with a better lifestyle. What we've learned are many medical conditions are preventable just by living healthier. When it comes to dementia, social engagement and keeping your mind active improves the odds in your favor. The people at greatest risk are the ones who are socially isolated and some slide into depression. The sixth greatest fear identified by 32% of the participants was being unable to meet their basic financial needs. This means they'd be living in poverty. Even though the average savings is $152,000, did you know that almost half of all baby boomers have absolutely no savings at all? I know. It's a sad state of affairs. The problem is lots of folks, they may have lived paycheck to paycheck. During the course of their careers, they may have experienced setbacks such as job loss, health issues, medical expenses, or even just helping their kids out with an education. If you happen to be in this situation, you'll want to keep working or at least find a way to supplement your income. There's a growing trend for retirees to re-enter the labor force to help make ends meet. Another option is finding a way to reduce your living expenses by maybe downsizing or relocating to a more affordable area. Retirement is supposed to be the time to slow down and enjoy life. Yet, the seventh fear is of being bored. In fact, 21% of people worry about boredom. They'll struggle to find meaningful ways to spend their time and keep involved. For some, work was their life, and they don't have any hobbies or outside interests. Now they're going to have to fill those 40-plus hours of work each week with something else. I know. We're all creatures of habit, and change isn't always easy. Some people take the path of least resistance and start watching way more television. Even doing simple chores can become a long, drawn-out production. For example, going for groceries could take up an entire afternoon when you have nothing better to do. And a huge problem is everything costs money. If golf is your thing, well, the membership and green fees can cost thousands of dollars. And after a while, even that might get boring. Popular advice is to find a hobby or interest, which is something that's easier said than done, especially if nothing appeals to you. And that's hit and miss. Even after signing up for a few different things, there's no guarantee any of them will hold your interest for any length of time. For instance, a pottery class might be fun and exciting at first, but after a few weeks, you might find yourself bored and wondering if it's worth it. Basically, it becomes a chore. Also, almost 70% of people plan on traveling more. The problem is, that can also get expensive. The average retired couple 
can usually only afford one decentification a year. The best approach to getting yourself motivated and staying involved is to look at it in four areas of your life. For instance, include some physical activity every day. You could join a walking group, bike ride, or sign up for a fitness class. The key is to just keep moving. To stop loneliness from creeping in, join a group or a club. Check out meetup.com and you're sure to find something that will interest you. There's tons of sites. Social interaction and making new friends are good for you and your mental health. Try to do something mentally stimulating. This could be reading books, doing puzzles, or simply learning something new. The fourth area to consider is a part-time job or volunteering. Think of it in terms as doing something you enjoy, not something you have to do. Finally, the eighth sphere, about 15% of people are worried they'll feel isolated and alone. Especially as we age, our ability to interact with others can become more challenging. These could be due to health or mobility issues, hearing loss, living alone, or numerous other factors. And that's a real issue for some people, especially if they've always had trouble making friends. When they don't have that many pals, it's easy to feel alone. In fact, social isolation is directly correlated with the risk of depression and mental health issues. It's really important to have a strong network of friends and family. This is when you want to join some groups and expand your social circle. Another thought, maybe it's time to consider a retirement community. You'd be around lots of other people and have more things to do. Wow, that's sure a lot of stuff to think about. Well, we hope you enjoyed the podcast and subscribe to our channel. You can also visit us at retiresgreat.com.